hello on this wonderful, beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Israel. You're listening to the Tamar Yona Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And today we are going to be talking about BRICS, viral videos, and European thieves. Our guest today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He is a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University. He's authored over 80, uh, 90 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideastern world issues. I want to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Good to have you on. Okay, so we're going to start out actually first with this story and that is with an Israeli named Gal Luft, and, the, and it's going to be his connection with the Bidens. It's a viral video of this whistleblower, Israeli Dr. Gal Luft, and it has been making its rounds. I asked Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem if we could talk about it, and he said, not only can we talk about it, but I actually know him personally. So with that introduction, where would you like to start? Well, let me give you a little bit of a background here. Um, um, for about probably two decades, maybe two and a half decades, something like that, <clears throat> which is about the amount of time that I've known Gal, um, there's been one constant, one can say, long before the um, the Abraham Accords were even a distant dream, there was one thing that Israel and all of its uh, Arab neighbors agreed upon with never the slightest disagreement, and that was the honesty, integrity, integrity and professionalism of Galuft. Galuft has been... Um, uh, 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 a constant consultant in the energy industry for a very long time. Every Arab uh, 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 oil minister, probably bar none, certainly none that I've ever heard of, totally trusts him. Um, the 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 Biden maladministration's feeble attempts to name call against him only make the biden seem even more dumb and more stupid and more juvenile than they already do galuft is by far the number one in the world energy consultant for decades now and the these these asinine accusations that they, that they've made in order to uh attempt to discredit galuft are utterly ridiculous and they make the Bidens look utterly ridiculous and they make the United States as a country look utterly ridiculous. And every American should be totally ashamed of himself, him herself, at what the, what they this horrible imitation government is trying to do to a person who's done no wrong. The idea that Galuf would be suddenly a arms dealer, remember the, the largest arms dealer in the world is the United States government. So that they're accusing him of being an arms dealer. He never dealt in arms. Totally ridiculous. Gal Luft is so totally respected in the energy industry that he can li literally, and, and I have no idea about his finances, of course, but he can literally ask any price from any oil minister, including those that have no relations whatever with the state of Israel, I'm guessing even Iran, and he could get any amount of money he asked for that's the level of person that we're talking about here total integrity total honesty for tens of years totally respected by everyone in the industry totally okay and i just there are, there's never been any negative things said about Galuf till till the, till the till these idiots that call themselves the Biden administration came along. I just want to tell anybody if you haven't seen the video yet and you're looking for it, you can just do a search for Galuft or you can write to us at info at israelnewstalkradio.com or tamar at israelnewstalkradio.com and we'll send you the link. So why don't you give people a really brief uh, summary of what he was saying? Okay, I'll keep it very brief because obviously he says it much better than I can. But basically what he said was that uh, um, uh, uh, four years ago, uh, uh, he went to some uh, uh, um, specific persons in the 
um, uh, American government, uh, the um, Justice Department or whatever it is, uh, these things are called, I don't know what, and he gave them some information. And rather than respecting him and investigating these this information that they, that they were given, this information was about the illegal um, uh, 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 bribery, acts of bribery to the um, Biden family by a company with whom Gal Luft has been associated for decades. This is stuff that he knows firsthand. He was personally part of this company, this Chinese company. It's an energy company. That's what Gal Luft does. Gal Luft does energy. Always has. Tens of years, as I said. Everybody in the industry knows him. Everybody knows him. Again, the American predilection to name-calling is simply juvenile. Okay. All right. So, again, if you want to see the video and you want to hear it from uh, Dr. Um, Luft himself, then you can write us if you can't find it on uh, doing a, a, a search. All right. We have a lot of other topics we're going to be talking about. I, I just want to say, you know, even if the truth comes out, if nobody's going to do anything about it, it it's not going to matter much. And my, my fear is, is that people will hear it and, you know, then they're going to look at their watch and say, oh, well, it's time to go bowling. <laughs> or it's time to take my kid, you know, pick him up from his karate class. And then you just get on with your life and things just continue. But Whatever, as they say. All right. BRICS report status. You okay. To... You, you skipped a subject, uh, U.S. Independence Day. Uh, sorry. Yes, that's right. It was the 4th of July last week. Yeah. And uh, 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 just reporting some basic data that people should be aware of. Americans rejoice on, on their Independence Day via multiple mass murders. So far in the first half of 2023, over 330 mass shootings across the United States. 2023 seems to be the deadliest year in U.S. history. July's interest for mass shootings, 52 mass shootings on Independence Day in a decade. Well, you know, the progressives made their bed and now they're in the first half of 2023. 21,000 homicides across the United States in the first half of 2023. It's terrible. It's terrible. But I, but as I said, the progressives, you know, they reap what they sow. They, they, they made their bed. They've got to sleep in it now. And this is what's happening. When you don't enforce the law, when you let people go and steal, and there's no penalty for it, when you let people uh, keep shooting people on the streets and you don't do anything about it, when you when you take guns away from people who are honest and don't let them get guns and label them as monsters etc that you you reap what you sow go ahead i think it's well beyond that it's not just you, you you cannot enforce a culture by policing the culture is a culture of violence it's not a violent culture it's a culture of violence the basis for the culture as you see in these the the, the, the i don't know the the, the, the Western movies or the uh, constant murder mysteries in the movies or the so-called video games, everything is based in America around violent culture. And if everything is violence, then violence itself has no, no longer has a meaning. So the violence can be uh, uh, in terms of a homicide. The violence can be in terms of these mass riots that we've seen. And it goes well beyond the United States, of course, but the United States is the epicenter of it. Um, uh, the, the violence is in, in every aspect of, of American society today. And the issue is educational and cultural, not just policing. Policing is an, an aspect, of clearly an, an important aspect. But you cannot police culture. You need to have, you need to have a sense of right and wrong. People and that's when God was taken that, out that, of that, schools. That, that you have to act like a human being and not like an animal. Yeah. 
Well, that's when God was taken out of schools as well. And, Absolutely uh, correct. Absolutely correct. I you mean, cannot have like, uh, uh, no no country, no culture, no civilization has ever existed for any length of time without a divine basis in morality. It, it doesn't work. Human beings need God. Remember, God doesn't need us. He's, 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 he's well beyond us. But human beings need God. There, there's just no, there is no, there is no alternative here. Hmm. All right. Uh, we are going to a break in uh, about a minute. And we have more topics to talk about. Um, I just want to say that the United States of America, I have a lot of appreciation towards it. It is a great country. It is decaying at a rate so fast I, I can't believe. And it saddens me. I don't think that Dr. Mordechai bin Menachem is happy at all to report on these things. Um, neither no, I'm am devastated. I, nor am I. We, America is an amazing, great country with amazing people in it. However, we see that uh, this pattern of and this world that they're going down with the progressives of removing God and making man... You know, it's, it's like a leftist communist agenda. We see what's happening there. Anyway, we got to go to a break. We're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot of things to talk about that's going to educate you a lot what's going on in the world that your news may not be telling you. We'll be right back. back here at the Tamar Yona show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Hi to everybody who's listening in from all over the world. It's really great to see. I don't know who you are, but we can see what countries are there. And let me just go through a few of them. We have uh, from all over the United States, many, many different states. Uh, Israel, of course, all over the country. Argentina, the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, Canada, Switzerland, Germany, etc. It's good to see all of you listening in. Our guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, and we are talking about BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, uh, viral videos and European thieves. We talked about the U.S. Independence Day that took place last week, and now we're going to be talking about BRICS. That's uh, the the report status, and just go over it. It's Brazil. Keep going, Russia. India, China, South Africa. Okay. 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 First of all, that, that it's important to remember that historically that was the list. BRICS was those five countries. That's no longer the case today. Today, that the, the constant BRICS is it, it has evolved totally and totally changed. But that's what we're going through all over right now. I want to report some status about what's going on there. So, uh, uh, China, Russia, two of the largest gold producers in the world. Saudi, Saudi Arabia and Russia, two of the of three largest oil producers in the world. Notice Saudi is not part of that original list. Um, Russia, China, Brazil, India, four of the seven largest countries by land mass and 50% of the world's um, uh, wheat and rice production, 15% of world's gold reserves. India, China, Brazil, the highest population countries. Russia and China, two of the three largest nuclear arsenals. So. When we're talking about the, the, the BRICS concept today, um, the BRICS is now, uh, 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 it, it has become an organization. It originally was not. It was sort of a, a, a title used by the, the media to identify these countries. Today, what we're talking about when we're talking about BRICS basically is a, a, a very large group of countries um, consisting of perhaps 70 to 80% of the world's population. That's an amazing number in itself. Um, remember, there are 147 countries that are part of some way, part of the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. Most of them view themselves as being somehow associated with BRICS. Remember, associated with does not necessarily mean they're a member of the organization. But nonetheless, there is a connection there is an association here um 
BRICS is having a meeting in South Africa in August, next month. They have already made an announcement as of just several days ago that they will be announcing there a gold-based currency that will be used as a trading currency. Okay, now, just to go back uh, uh, back slightly, people can confuse the concept of a trading currency with the concept of a reserve country, currency. We're not talking about a reserve currency. That is to say, the primary status of the U.S. dollar. We're talking about a trading currency. So they have they are they are they have announced that they will announce the formation of a trading currency. To give the history of that, 1944, Bretton Woods, the United States made two announcements to um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, bases of how the, the so-called world order from that point on would function. On the one hand, the United States undertook on its own volition to be the to use its navy to ensure free trade across the planet for all concerned, including its rivals. That was an extraordinarily complex and an extraordinarily uh, uh, um, uh, a meaningful announcement that it made. In terms of the long term, I don't know who came up with that idea. Maybe it was Truman. I don't know who it was. I'm not going to attribute it to any specific person. But in a long-term view of things, that was what forced the collapse of the Soviet Union several decades later and allowed the United States to, quote-unquote, win in the Cold War. Because there was no way the, the, the Soviet Union could... Um, uh, 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 compete right. with that level of mercantilism that the United States was uh, 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 investing in. Okay. The second announcement the United States made at, at Bretton Woods was that um, dollars would be exchangeable at a rate of $35, uh, $35 per ounce of gold. That initial announcement, the second one I'm talking about, um, was uh, what caused the dollar to become the primary trading um, uh, uh, currency across the world. It was not yet reserve currency. It was still in some level of competition with the uh, 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 the pound sterling. Although the pound sterling was fading fast. And then in 1971, the United States reneged on that promise. Remember, from 44 to 71. The United States reneged on that promise and announced that it would temporarily suspend the conversion to gold. That, by the way, that temporary uh, uh, suspension has been, has not changed since 1971. <clears throat> and then in 1973, Henry Kissinger was sent by Nixon to Saudi Arabia, to the king of Saudi Arabia. And a deal was made between the OPEC countries, represented by the King of Saudi Arabia, and the United States, such that all energy trades across the world would be traded only in dollars, the so-called petrodollar. That's what created the dollar as the reserve currency of the world. In other words, why is it the reserve currency? Because... If you're any country in the world, random country X, and you wish to purchase fuel, you need to purchase dollars to buy that fuel. That was true until Biden came along and basically um, what? upended everything by his total dishonesty. Okay. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. I mean, how do we... I mean, for this, this would hurt the United States if they stop well, trading in dollars, number one. And number two, how do we know that the United States isn't going to twist people's arms and say, if you dare trade not in dollars, but in this new 
uh, currency with BRICS, then we are going to boycott you. We're going to punish you. We're going to do all these things to you. Well, first of all, we, 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 your, your, your second question is, pardon me, um, incorrect. That's exactly what the Bidens are attempting to do. That's why Blinken went to China and, and returned from there, as they say, with egg on his face. That's why Yellen went to China and returned just as a simple fool. Um, they're attempting to bully everybody and just simply as nobody is impressed anymore. So they are doing it. That's so. Yes, they okay, are doing it. They're attempting exactly to do it and they're failing. Okay. Now, but let's go back. You, you, you jumped, ahead, you jumped okay. ahead here. Sorry. What's going to happen at the August meeting? As I said, they're announcing a new currency. What we know for, cert for a certainty so far is everyone agrees that Biden, Blinken, etc., utterly, universally despised. Add to that that Germany, Austria, Hungary, Poland, Czech, and, and, and many other countries all repatriated their gold. Now, remember, one of the things that the United States did as a quote-unquote service was they allowed smaller countries to store their physical gold bullion on U.S. soil, mostly in the New York Reserve Bank. Biden came along. One of the first things he did, because he's an uh, he's an impolite and 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 uh, and and uh, uh, dishonest uh, broker. Remember, this is a solemn promise of the United States. You can store your gold with us, and it is one hundred percent assured. Biden came along and stole the Russian gold, confiscated it under the pretext of the of the. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, Russian incursion into into Ukraine. That was unprecedented in human history. All countries now are repatriating their gold from the United States. Nobody trusts the United States at all, even to the extent of storage. All of them are repatriating their gold and are have been for the last two years feverishly purchasing gold to build up their their gold reserves around the world. Until two years ago, the so-called BIS, Bank of International Settlements, the so-called Central Bankers Central Bank classed only the dollar as a what's called a tier one asset. Two years ago, they changed that and gold was made a tier one asset as well. Tier one asset means that in terms of banks, it is of zero risk. In other words, if you come along and say that uh, if your country X and you want a, for instance, a uh, uh, um, uh, something as collateral, you can use dollars, you can use gold. There is no, there is no third alternative according to the BIS. All right, we're going to take a break here. The music is on. We're going to be back after the break. We have a lot more to talk about. Don't go anywhere. at the Tamar Yona Show here on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live if you're listening on Sunday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. Holy time right here in the land of Israel. Or if you're over the pond and you are in the U.S. Eastern time zone, then it is 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. We are live. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to call in. Our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. This show will replay during the week, so only call in if you're listening live on Sunday. And we'll get back now to our guests, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem. All right. We are talking about the, uh, the United States under the Biden administration, how they've worse than reneged on uh, people, st what, storing their gold here, investing, what? Not, not people's countries. Countries, right. Well, it makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but beyond that, 
when I'm talking about bricks, what what's the point? What's what's the so how some somehow uh, one might say the 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 concept behind bricks? The concept is that these are nations that have uh, are are very rich in in resources. So if you're talking about China, uh, Russia, etc., so they have gold, they have uh, oil, they have this, they have that, they have wheat, whatever, etc. Enormous natural resources. On the other hand, let's look at Israel. Israel is a crazy country. Tiny little, tiny, 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 tiny little country. Okay? Smaller than the state of New Jersey. Israel doesn't have much in the way of natural resources. I mean, you know, we've got the Dead Sea, and we've got, you can pull a potash out of that. We've got um, uh, 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 gas in the, in the sea, and we've, we even have a, quite a lot of oil under under our under under the country, but the the um, uh, our, our pseudo courts have uh, prohibited us from from tapping into that. But that's just because they're crazy. That's besides the point. Israel, when when you're talking about comparative riches of countries, the basic the most basic data item to compare is what's called GDP per capita. There are other aspects as well. Israel is now classed, hold on to your seat, Tamar, as the third richest country in the world. No. Number three. No. If ter- the, in terms of GDP per capita, for instance, not the only, not the only item, but the primary one. Um, Singapore is ahead of us. Qatar is ahead of us. That's about it. We don't, there aren't very many. We're ahead of Germany, Poland, Austria. United Kingdom, France, United States, Canada, etc., etc., etc. Far ahead of the United States, for instance. Far hard ahead. to believe. Hard to believe. Twice the rich riches of Saudi Arabia in terms of per capita in GDP. Twice the amount of Saudi Arabia with all of their oil. Israel's R and D investment is five point six percent of the GDP. The highest in the world. Where's the United States stand? Three point five percent. Israel accounts for one third of all world war, worldwide cyber exports. One third of all cyber exports in, exports in the world. So, if you want to, so Israel is not a part of BRICS because we're not a a a, 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 a country of natural resources. Yet we have riches that are um, beyond the imagination of any of us. And this is just an amazing comparison when we're talking about the BRICS. So what is the future in terms of this new currency that's going to be announced and Israel? Absolutely, we can say one thing with absolute certainty. Nobody knows. I'm certainly not going to predict what's going to happen with that right now. Okay. What I will predict is that it will cause changes. What those changes will be, I emphasize, nobody can know. It will change things. Well, where do you think it's tilting? I don't even want to take guess Take a right stab. Now. Come on, take a stab. No, it's much, it's much too early. <laughs> we, we, first of all, we have to see what the actual announcement, the announcement actually says. We don't know. We just know that there is an announcement. So maybe ask me in a year, maybe then by then I'll, I'll know something. Okay, well, maybe in a year we'll all know something. All right, so I guess we'll go to the next topic, and that is have Europe's thieves finally begun to return stolen loot? And you're okay, talking as everybody about, knows, this yeah. is a really short subject. I'm just going to okay. make, make a, a, a brief statement here. As everybody knows, the Europeans, in the time of their... Uh, colonizations, uh, the so-called European Enlightenment, while the Europeans were roaming around the world, murdering hundreds of millions of people all over the place. That's how enlightened they were, the Europeans. So they, 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 the Brits, for instance, murdered 120 million people in India, etc., etc., etc. I won't go through the list because it's nauseating. But aside from that, the Europeans, as they were colonizing, stole artifacts, art, uh, uh, and culture from around the world. The Netherlands made a, an amazing announcement this past week to be um, uh, 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 um, 
uh, um, uh, I'm saying it with all, uh, um, um, how do you say it? Um, uh, 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 admiration. Yes. The Netherlands have agreed to return 480 stolen artifacts. By the way, that's out of a total cash of some 300,000 items that were stolen. So let's not go overboard in terms of uh, how, how how nice they are. Um, um, but, but they have returned 480 or are returning 480 stolen artifacts. This is after France returned, uh, I think, 40 stolen artifacts. And the British have um, uh, absolutely refused to return anything, claiming that they have a right to keep everything that they stole over time. So are European nations finally beginning to admit their uh, theft and are beginning to return stolen loot? Yes, and it's about time. Um, by the way, the, the Indian government estimates that the value of stolen artifacts by the British stands today at something on the order of $23 trillion in today's dollars. Just stolen artifacts, not other things. Not We're not talking about, for instance, murders of, murdering of slaves and et cetera, et cetera. Just stolen artifacts. Well, that's good news for those countries that were raped, basically, of their history. and It's fanta and fantastic riches. news. Yeah. Right now, the, the Netherlands, which was never a large colonizer, is returning things to uh, uh, Sri Lanka and to uh, Indonesia. Um, beautiful artifacts that have enormous cultural value. And and, and the, the mere fact that they are doing something in the right direction is to be admired enormously. Well, very good. As we say in Hebrew, Ken Yerbu should multiply. All right. Uh, will the United States normal election cycle occur? And you put normal in parentheses and in, in uh, quotation marks. Okay, there is a, uh, a a basic question, political question occurring today in the United States. It is a question that nobody knows how to answer. What is the state of the United States? Do we know about Biden's true state of health? You mean mental or health? Or he to step down? Is it likely that the population in the United States would accept Harris as a viable successor? Remember, she's despised even more than he is. On the world stage, he's a joke, and she isn't even that. Would she resign? What happens in terms of the United States Constitution, and I've asked a couple of lawyers, and nobody knows how to answer this. Maybe somebody knows, I don't know. What happens if Biden Harris are nominated by the Democratic Party to run for president, and then, for whatever reason, he does not run. He cannot run. And again, whether it's because of his dishonesty or because of his health is not is not a, not relevant to that first question. What happens constitutionally? No one seems to know the answer to that. So there is a real question today. Can the normal... <laughs> Pardon me. Can the normal U.S. election cycle proceed in a normal manner way things are going right now? I don't know the answer to that. I do know that the question for the first time in American history is a very real question. But it's not just that. Um, look at Paris. I think the fires are mostly out by now, but the physical fires are. The country is in very bad shape. Macron is weak. Biden is weak. Rishi is weak. Uh, what's his? What's his? What's the jerk's name in in Germany? He's weak. All of these so-called leaders are perceived today as being phenomenally weak. All of them. The entire Western world is riddled with leaders that aren't capable of leading. There are some exceptions. Well, but I should mention that the Dutch government just resigned as well. So that's that's also good. By the way, the 
the uh, Prime Minister of Holland is the longest, the second longest serving Prime Minister in Europe today, after Orban, Viktor Orban of Hungary. Um, the same phenomenon that we saw in Paris appears to be very similar to things that are occurring in London, though in London it hasn't yet broken out. What is the reality of this weakness that we're seeing all over? Meaning? What I think the reality is, is that more than just a question of weakness, we're seeing a, a, a position where the entire social-political structure of the West has become unpredictable. And that is extraordinarily concerning. Because other, other anti-Western nations might see this as an opening for them to... Might see it? I mean, they're obviously seeing it. Okay. Again, look at the, look at the, 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 the silly little here. visits to, to China. <laughs> Uh, with, with absolutely no results because they, they both Blinken and, and, and Yellen were simply la they were openly laughed at. I mean, the Chinese mocked them openly. Why was Yellen even sent there? It's unbelievable. Again, this is not reported by, by, by the American media because the American media is embarrassed. But they were openly mocked. Now, is China trying to take over the world as the American media tries to claim? I don't believe that for a moment. <coughs> what really concerns China more than anything else is not is to be not uh, 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 trod upon as they were 100 years ago. Remember, when you take a great uh, civilization like China and you do to it things like the, like the United Kingdom did, weaponizing opium in order to murder 12 million Chinese people within a few years. And then when the Chinese tried to resist that, the Chinese government tried to resist that, they went to war to force them to allow the the, the, the Brits to continue to sell their, their opium in China. And tens of millions of people were murdered. China is not going to allow that to happen in anything of that sort. You don't think that China is trying to be the next superpower of the world sorry what's that you don't think that china is attempting trying to be the next superpower of the world i don't think that's a properly defined question i think china wants to be the primary mercantile power of the world do they want to actually control militarily i do not believe so you don't believe so but they've got bases all over the world so does the united states but the United States is already a superpower since World War II. Okay, so why, so should, it, why, should, why should anybody allow the United States to continue in that manner? I'm not saying... I, well, that's my point. I'm saying that I, I, I'm not so sure that China's not so ambitious. I think that every country would like to be the superpower of the world. No, I don't believe so. You I don't, don't, I don't believe think that. that's true at all. I, don't, I think there may be some countries that want their um, uh, uh, station in the light... That's clearly true. Let's take Iran, okay? Iran, okay, the, the Iranian government that exists today hates, hates Israel, so I'm going to try to be objective in what I say, and I clearly I'm going to fail in being objective. But take, take that into account because I'm trying to be fair, okay? okay. Um, uh, 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 Iran has a 3,000-year-old a, a culture called Persia. Does the Persian people, the Persian culture, remember, only half? the population of Iran are Persians, okay? So do the Persian people have a right to have their culture respected around the world? I certainly think so. I think the Persian culture is a beautiful culture and, and, and it deserves to have total respect by everybody. Does that mean that they should use that militarily to uh, 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 trample on other people? Of course not. But we have to differentiate here between a culture's legitimate desire to be respected around the world 
as opposed to the concept of does that mean that they want to take over the world? Now, in terms of Iran, there's a, there's a, there's a religious question of, uh, of the Mahdi and et cetera, et cetera. I won't go into that right now. Uh, um, there is a concept in, in Islam of Islam taking over the world. I don't think they really believe that they can do that. Fine. But I'm looking at the culture, remember, and not, and not the politics. In terms of China, China has a uh, th thousands of years old culture. Let's call it 5,000 years. We won't quibble about the number here. It certainly has every right to expect to be respected by the world. It has not been for the last couple of hundred years. The Chinese are highly insulted by that. I happen to agree with them. I think they're right on that. Does that mean that the Chinese can use their military power or should use their military power to uh, lord it over other country, countries? I certainly don't believe so. But I don't think China has ever had a history of doing that. So are they trying to be, um, uh, 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 um, uh, shall we say, uh, um, uh, 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 bullies a little bit in, in certain parts of Africa? Yes, I think they're going too far. However, will that or can that or should that translate into political bullying? I don't think the Chinese really intend to do that, They. Their intention, in my personal opinion, their intention is to have what's called the Belt and Road Initiative. In other words, to have to be the largest mercantile power in the world. Okay, I and hear that, you. I believe is quite legitimate. I hear you. I uh, I th I would tend to believe that they want more, just based on their human rights. You know violations that their their lack of value for for human rights that seems well, to be yeah, a country yeah, I mean, that you're, wants you're more than just to that, be that, mercantile that their human rights uh, abuses are horrible right that's certainly correct yeah whether you talk about tibet or the uyghurs or, or i'm talking or, about or, everything to their own people to their own people well, no, 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 leave that about the, the the hand the handle of the the hands that that they they, they know how to deal with the hands okay fine I don't care about that so much, but I do care about what they do to the Uyghurs and the Tibetans. No. I can't say to any human being. Yes, of course. All right. And so human I, rights, I would Human think... rights is certainly a, an issue, certainly. Um, does that make them an imperialistic power in terms of the world stage? I don't think so. They took over Tibet because they wanted to control that water. <laughs> I think that's a horrible tragedy. I think that sh that that should should not have been allowed. But I don't think they really seriously desire to conquer India. I don't think they seriously desire. They don't to need conquer, to conquer it. They just uh, need Siberia. to. They just need to control it and get tributes from it. Perhaps. I want to say I do not, I do not hate the Chinese people. I'm talking about the governments. I'm Absolutely. talking about the communists. I'm talking the communists have never, you know, <laughs> whatever. Everybody knows, everybody knows yeah, what I'm What you're trying to say, to. and I'll, I'll completely agree, communism has, has never been polite or nice. And you're certainly correct. Yeah, However, to say the does, least. Let's put does that, does, does least. that translate into suzerainty over africa i don't think so all right uh well we'll 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 agree to disagree here um any other topics that you want to talk about before we go uh, i just mentioned something that that people should be aware of um uh the concept of encirclements um uh the united states if we look at the world map the united states is making enormous efforts to encircle china which is China's biggest worry in the world. So the United States is trying to galvanize India and Japan and South Korea and Australia and uh, blah, blah, blah to encircle China. This is part of the problem that China claims to have with the world right now. I think the United States is making an enormous error in this sense. Their excuse is that the Chinese are about to invade Taiwan, which I think is utter nonsense. I don't think the Chinese want to in invade Taiwan. You they want Taiwan. So. They don't want the Taiwanese. 
And I've said this before many times. Yeah, you, but you said that they would pretty much eliminate the the, the Taiwanese. As and you then, said very, very clearly and very correctly, the Chinese don't have the same attitude towards human rights as we have. Correct. So the, 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 the Taiwanese people as a people are not important to them. Does that mean that they have the capability to take over Taiwan trivially in terms of uh, uh, and a military exercise? Absolutely not. It's, it, 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 if it is at all possible, it will be enormously complex and enormously expensive. And it's an expense that they can't that they can't afford. There is no way that they can take over Taiwan right now or in the or in the coming years. Physically, it's impossible. The only way they could do that would be in theory. In theory, was to to drop some sort of a, I don't know, bio weapon that would kill off all the time all the Taiwanese. They don't have the capability yet. Um, but the United States is attempting to turn to encircle China, and that's causing the Chinese enormous concern. The United States has been attempting since uh, 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 about 2008 to encircle Russia. That's what caused the Ukraine war. So the U.S. uh, uh, attitudes towards everybody else where they believe they have the right to bully people. Remember, the United States has 850 military bases around the world outside the United States. So can someone outside the United States, someone who's not an American, look at that and say, should I be concerned? I would certainly say so. (laughs) And much of the world is concerned. African countries are concerned. Well, I think that I would rather the United States have these bases all over the world and be the superpower than China or Russia or or North Korea or or any I mean except for Israel. I I mean I things are getting worse now but I was just telling my kids over Shabbat over the weekends that we live better than the kings than kings did in history. We we shop online. We we open up our fridge. We take whatever we want. We have ice. We have we have indoor plumbing. We we can go on an airplane and fly anywhere we want. We live better than the kings did of old. And when you you know, although the United States today sadly is run by leftists who are uh, destroying America, still Israel and the United States. I believe are still the best countries in the world. And if one of them, I'd rather have them as, you know, superpowers rather than China who doesn't respect their own people, who kill their own people, who, who, who put them under the Chinese who, who social their own people. How yeah. many people, how many people have the Russians killed in Russia over the past year? Have 21,000 people been murdered in Russia over the last half year? You're talking about like the drive-by shootings and things like that in Chicago. I'm talking about human rights. What is more of a human right than than, than to preserve your life? Okay, if but I was I'm a talking young policy. man today, if I was a non-Jewish young man today growing up and I had to choose a country to live in, I'm sorry. The United States would be very low on my list. Well, I wouldn't trust Russia either. I'm sorry. I, I don't wouldn't. know. I don't know. Russia might not be the most pleasant country in the world to live in. I'm not certain of that. I don't know. I don't certainly don't like the climate there. That's my personal thing. I don't like. You know that we're not talking about the climate. We're talking about the political climate. But (laughs) in terms of in terms of internal politics, Russia, with all of its faults, and there are many, of course, Russia with uh, 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 Putin as its leader is a much more stable society than the United States is. Because because the United States right now is going through a metamorphosis of the left killing it, and it's changing it into a, a different country than it was. And whatever I think that most Americans would agree with me. You're, you're, whatever the reason is, but right now the United States, as terms of a civilization, is... It's uh, uh, rapidly collapsing. It's this imploding. is true, and it's sad. It's very sad because America was such a great. And I've only mentioned pleasure. homicides. What about drugs? What about um, uh, 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 a thousand and one other 
social items? Does 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 China have hundreds of thousands of homeless people in the streets who are starving to death? Does does does, does Russia have hundreds of thousands of 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 drug addicts? No, again, yes, I, I, I would probably not choose China or Russia to live in. But I would certainly not choose the United States today. So if you're a Jewish, come to Israel because we're going up. <laughs> Even though it's a struggle here as well, we're, we're still going up. And, uh, and if you're Americans, fight, fight, fight for your constitution, for your country, for the values it used to hold, noble values, and uh, what can I say? We love Do you. Do those noble values really, are they really a part of American culture today? Do you really want to live with the idea of uh, 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 cowboys and Indians? Pardon me. Well, that's how America, that's how America was won. To the West. Uh, yes, by, by genociding 100 million Indians. I'm not justifying that. I'm of not course not. That. But I'm saying that this is part of American culture. You cannot talk today about America without acknowledging the, the, some of its parts. Now, in terms of, of, the, of, of the, the African Americans, I think the, the social problems involving those apparently from my standpoint, have been pretty much solved in terms of the Native Americans? Absolutely not. They're still, they're still trod upon in the most awful, most discriminating manner. This is true, but still, okay, still. I'm not saying America is scot-free from any sins. I'm saying that when you compare it to the rest of the world, I would still rather that be the superpower than Russia, China, North Korea, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And North that's Korea is not relevant. Don't, don't include North Korea. That's a ridiculous country. Okay, all right. Nobody cares about that. Okay, but you know. But in terms of, in terms of if I was a young man, a non-Jewish young man today, and I was to say to myself, okay, I'm completed my education. I'm whatever it is, 20 blah, blah years old. I want to choose a place, a good place to live out my life. I'm sorry, the United States will be very low on the list. Well, I hope that the American people can fix it with the upcoming election. And uh, in order to do that, I think you need God's self. I think it's too too down in the muck. I really think you need God's self, and and we all need to turn to God, and uh, and be better people. And and maybe we should just end the show on that. <laughs> I think you'd agree. I, with I that think that's a very important statement. I don't think, as I said All before, right. I don't think any civilization of human beings can survive very long without divine morality in in, their, in the equation. That's right. You've said that before. And that's part of the problem I in the United States today. All right. With that, everybody, thank you for being with us, and we'll be back next Sunday. I'm going to be start. Um, doing some more video interviews, so watch out for those as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening here to the Tamar Yono Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. <coughs>